0: Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation.
1: Christmas. Happy holidays and thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, along with our engineer Kyle, our producer T-Bone and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host and we have put him back up into the doc status. Oh wow. After we lowered him to a nurse practitioner, (laughs) Dan Doc Hathaway. That's (laughs) only because the lawyers have not contacted us yet. Uh, We're waiting. We're waiting. (laughs) I'm going to quit giving out our email address. So we we got a great show lined up for you on this holiday weekend. We've got Celebrity Judge and Mr. Porky Butts. That's his, that's how he goes by, Mr. Mr. Porky, Porky Butts, Butts. Yes, Blaine Hunter. He's got, check this out, 85 top 10 finishes. This dude can cook. And he's got this restaurant in Omaha, which I have yet to, to check out, but the next time I'm in Omaha, I'm going to get up there. Yeah, um, Their website's porkybutts.com. We're also going to be talking about doing some, you know, it's getting colder, doing a little indoor barbecuing. I got some, some supplies lined up from the from the website. Yeah, you guys are looking at me like some what? indoor barbecue. On? Yeah, because oh okay. my god, he's going to
0: asphyxiate himself.
1: <laughs> well,
2: they do actually put a, a warning label on the side of charcoal that it's not to be used in indoors. No, so no, I mean, I'm
1: talking about on the stove. Oh, I'm a, I'm a wuss. Like a George Foreman grill? No, just oh man, I I'm. Man, i can get you down with a Kyle? George can you Forman take drill? over for these two? That's I, uh, what we need. We need a. <laughs> yeah, we George.
2: should have a George Foreman grill off
1: <laughs> <laughs> right in the parking lot. <laughs> that could turn into a big deal. It could. Yeah, absolutely. So we will be talking about that. Uh, I will be. I don't know who the, what those two guys will be talking about. <laughs> and I okay. Speaking of you two, yeah, it, here we are right after Christmas. Yep. Have you done your Christmas shopping yet? I haven't even started yet. <laughs> I haven't started yet. T Bone. Uh, well of course <laughs> what are you talking about we just opened gifts <laughs> i know i know but i would just every week i'd ask you guys have you done your no have you done your no have you done your and i just figured it's after christmas you probably still haven't so we got it done you finally yeah, got it we done got
2: it, yeah. it, it, we ran it right down to the wire
1: the thing it is, if you wait to the last minute the online shopping becomes a lot Absolutely more difficult yeah it's, it's oh that was obsolete. no longer an option i can't even do that yeah, I mean, you could do the overnight, I guess, but that they're going to charge you an arm and a leg arm for that. Leg, yeah. You know, on Sunday, last Sunday I was out running some errands, looking to get some lunch, and I drove by one of the big malls out here in the burbs and I couldn't believe how many cars were in the parking lot, you know? I thought with everything going on, the people weren't out shopping, but Nope. That was one full parking lot. And You said your store's been busy? Very busy. Leading up to Christmas? Yep, very busy. People coming in like crazy. Yeah, it's been it's it was a fun month. It was a fun month. It was a fun month. Yes, if you're the owner, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Speaking of malls, uh, when I was a kid, there was this one mall. Of course, it's it's no longer exists. But I used to go in there, and the thing I wanted to get was an orange Julius and a hot dog. You guys, anybody? Nope. I
0: love Kyle, orange Julius. Kyle, I mean, you
1: Dan? Yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, those things were, and and the steamed buns, and they had because they had they had an actual orange Julius little stand at the mall. And by the way, just not, not for the people doing the drinking game, it's a great way to kill a hangover is an orange Julius and a hot dog. <laughs> is I that just, the magic pill? Yeah, when I was younger. Oh, yes, yeah. so nice. That was the magic pill. But Dairy Queen had orange Julius for a while and then they quit carrying it and yeah. now I'm depressed. Yeah. So if anybody knows where I can get an orange Julius. I bet you can find it on the interwebs. I've it's tried. to make one. I've tried. Really? Oh, to make one? Yeah, make, yeah I'd ruin it. Oh, no. I would ruin it. We get We got you through the grilled cheese thing.
3: <laughs> we can
2: get you, we? you or-
3: yeah <laughs> we got are you the, on the other end of that got, now yeah,
2: he's on the other he's no, on the end of a grilled no because i
1: haven't bought the skillet yet which we'll be talking about so um okay so coming up we need to do our ask dr dan now that we've promoted him back up to doctor status okay cool i mean i'm sh- good with it sh- should we uh i Abo? don't know i was this was addressed to lpn dan T-Bone's <laughs> been hanging on to that joke for a week. That's a good one. I like it. Of course, our Ask Dr. Dan segment is sponsored for our last time, unfortunately, for December. They've been wonderful sponsors. Our December barbecue sauce of the month has been Black Oxygen Grinders Bangin' Barbecue Sauce. By the way, check out the interview we had with Stretch back in early December. It's a great interview. And he's got that Bangin' barbecue sauce, which you can purchase at GrindersPizza.com. That's GrindersPizza.com, or over at Dan's store at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. A lot of products he's got there, too, including his hot sauces and all that. So, T-Bone, what do you got for us? Dear Dr. Dan,
0: I know I should preheat, but what are the guidelines for getting the grill or smoker ready for meat? From Tom Emery. I like that.
1: And let me jump in there, because I've heard some people say... That you should put food on a cold grill or stove, which doesn't make any sense to me. No. Okay. <laughs> well, he went right. He no. went, he went, it's, he,
0: it's the same person who taught him how to do grilled cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he just went from LPN to doctor really quick. Oh, my goodness. Okay. No, you, I think
2: it is imperative that you get your grill as hot as you need it to be sustained before you put anything on it. Okay. Because, because as soon as you put, let's say you're okay. Prime example, you put a uh, a sixteen pound whole brisket onto a cooker that's not properly preheated. So all the energy that you have is actually trying to heat the grill up and the meat up at the same time, and it's just going to suck the life out of your fire.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I have a dumb question. Okay, shoot. Not that I've ever asked a dumb question on this show before. <laughs> this will okay. be a first time. So okay. I'm I'm a big believer in the thermometer, right? And those of you who play the drinking game still at home, take a sip. <laughs> Can you take your thermometer and hold it over the grill? It's and- not ideal, but it,
2: it and you're not you're not going to get it the right temperature
1: off of that. It's not no because that's air. It didn't, it's, It needs to be in the in it, the in it, the meat.
2: Yeah, it really needs to be. Well, absolutely, if you're trying to get the internal temperature of the meat, but it needs just needs to be closer to where you're going to have the meat. And if you just hold it above, and especially if it's a, a grill with a with a dome on it or something, as soon as you open that lid, it's just going to, all your heat's going to escape. Yeah, and you're just going to have a problem. But, you know, it's kind of funny because back in, when I first started getting into barbecue, I used to watch a lot of Stephen hmm And he would do this thing where he'd hold his hand over the fire right. and get closer to the grate and then get down towards the 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 top of the grate almost on top of the grate and you know he'd be like one two three three one two three and then and then when he's down on the grate it's like ow, ow. and that that's where it's the, that's where it's the hottest so that's where it makes more sense so you know uh it, the best thing to do is get a surface thermometer get a good thermometer for the dome of your cooker and then then you'll be fine you'll know what your ambient temperature is at that point
1: so okay depending on your meat is how hot you want it right i Absolutely. mean if, if you're doing a steak as opposed to a brisket right or, or, even, or even
2: something like chicken you know i mean you want to get a you, know, you want high heat for your your steaks and everything like that you want a moderate heat for your chicken i know i do my chicken you know, 325 degrees on the grill and it cooks up just fine but yeah i mean you know, that's that's it's the important part of cooking
0: Okay, so you need to know your target temperature of You've your got, meat. Absolutely first. Well that's and that's then you're a, going for that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean when you when you get to a point where you're, everything's on the cooker and it's going, you really have to you really need to watch it close and have a good idea and have your mark set for that target temperature.
1: What's the hottest? The steak? Yeah steak and get the sear on it yeah to get the sear on it
2: i mean it, it ideal to do a, a, a good hard sear is 700 plus i mean you really? can really yeah and you can you can achieve that you know in a, in a ceramic grill a kamado style grill a really good high-end gas grill with a lot of power to it you can get seven 800 degrees pretty easily especially on the surface temperature
1: you know like with my steaks at home i don't like too hot too much of a charcoal sear i like a little sear right <laughs> yes. yeah, well they're,
2: they're, i mean you if, as long as your your grates are nice and oiled, you shouldn't get any of that hard charcoal. Seal. Yeah, I mean because you 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 sear it for a minute. You know, And then you, you flip it and make sure you put it on another part of the grill that's just equally as hot.
1: Oh, I've never thought you about know? putting it on another part of the grill. It,
2: that part's <laughs> already sucked up all the energy out of the grill. You know, never the thought steak, of that. So,
1: yeah. Well, thank you, Tom, for your question. We're going to get you a bottle of our Black Oshison Grinders and Barbecue Sauce, which you can get at grinderspizza.com. It's delicious. Or at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And if you got a question for us, you can send us a question on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. Or of course uh, you can ask Dr. Dan at BBQ Radio Nation Now coming up next we got Blaine Hunter And we're going to be talking about barbecue up in Omaha Right here on Barbecue Radio Nation
0: Be sure to check out the fantastic selection of barbecue grills, smokers, and so much more at the thekansascitybbqstore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back, right after this. Barbecue Radio Nation with Dave Caius and Dan Hathaway will be right back. I'm
2: Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Callers threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov.
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kyes along with Dan Hathaway. And we've got with us today Blaine Hunter, a.k.a. Mr. Porky Butts. Uh, Blaine started competing professionally in the world of barbecue not that long ago, 2013, but in a fairly short time has racked up an impressive resume, including 85 top 10 finishes and 22 grand championships in nine different states and now has this incredible barbecue restaurant up in Omaha. And you can check it out at Porky Butts BB. BBQ.com. That's porkybuttsbbq.com. BBQ.com. It is Blaine Hunter. Blaine, how are you doing? Doing great. Now, Blaine, I want you to know, normally with the shows, I start out by, you know, asking you about one of your barbecue recipes or something like that. But I want to first start out by saying that last week when Dan, who gets, who gets great guests for us like you, I, he said, it's Blaine Hunter. And I said, is it B-L-A-I-N-E? And him and T-Bone both jumped on me like I was an idiot and went, no, it's (laughs) B-L-A-I-N-E. And Blaine, how do you spell your first name? It's E. Thank no, you. I, Thank you. Thank you. The smart idiot over here doesn't know anything about barbecue, knows I, how to spell. I, well, I don't uh, know how to spell. Honestly,
3: <laughs> honestly, it was supposed to be an I, but my mom wrote it on the burst of wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fair.
1: That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. So, Blaine, I got to ask a question about your restaurant. And by the way, again, that website's PorkyButtsBBQ.com if you ever get up to Omaha. So I was looking under the shareables and you got something I've never heard of. Is it barbecue? Is it Boudin Balls? What is that? It's, uh,
3: it's our Boudin Balls. Boudin Balls. Like, now, what, are yep, they, what yep. is that? So it's a it's a classic uh, Cajun dish. Um, typically, it's a sausage made with a liver and onions and, and, and rice, and it's packed in a natural casing. But uh, I grew up in South Texas on the border of Louisiana and Texas, and I ate a lot of boudin. And I decided, why can't we do smoked pork and cheese and a bunch of herbs and vegetables and throw it in a fryer and eat it so it's basically a cheese, cheese curd meets boudin meets <laughs> barbecue so how, it's, uh, how, do, it's how do folks up
1: in omaha like a southern dish like that
3: oh they love it it's been you know it was hard to sell at first because no one knew what it was and, sure. but once we, we got the word out there and got a people eat a couple people eating it and now people. are i mean it's it's hard to talk people out of it because it doesn't travel very well so <laughs> we uh we uh we sell a lot of them
2: they sound amazing and, and yeah i mean Boudin is just one of the best things ever.
1: boodan yeah, thank you. yeah. Udan. Udan,
2: yeah. I, I remember eating a bunch of that at the Royal a couple of years ago. Was, oh,
1: was, yeah. Oh,
2: so good. So the uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is earlier in the week, you guys actually had a uh, – you guys generally aren't open on Mondays. And uh, you guys opened up on Monday, and you had a Beef Rib Monday special. And I'm fascinated by it because, uh, for one, you don't see – those beef ribs like that anywhere anymore i mean there's very few restaurants that serve them and from the uh, the pictures that you guys put up on social they, they looked absolutely amazing what what's your secret to doing those beef ribs on that kind of scale
3: um we keep it simple man it's salt pepper um smoke we run them at 200 degrees and 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 just cook them till they're done. The magic word. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the main thing is just finding room for them. That's the, the thing we struggle with because they're, they're such a high demand when we put them on the menu. We like to throw different days and surprise people. We had National Beef Rib Day, which was totally made up by us. But we, <laughs> like, to, we like to make these mysterious beef rib days, and the people line up along the sidewalk, and everyone argues because we sell it in 20 minutes every time, no matter how many I put on the menu. No okay.
2: kidding. And
3: everyone. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's ravenous. They're so good. Uh, It's just uh, meat candy on a stick.
2: Yeah. It's like a big, it's like a burn in with a handle.
3: Basically. That's exactly what I tell everyone. It is a burn in with a handle.
2: So, so Kansas city, we've got pork ribs, you know, Texas has got brisket. The Carolinas have pork. Why don't you make Omaha the beef rib capital of the world?
3: Hey, you might be in our marketing meeting tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Can barbecue radio nation get a piece of that action? I mean, by the I, way, I, it's sure. I, honestly,
3: Maybe you guys, do a live remote. Oh,
1: that, that, we'll do it. all oh. we'll have a beef rib eating for condos. barbecue. We will travel. <laughs> That's not a problem. No,
2: I mean it, it's just I. What Blaine's doing in Omaha right now is is really amazing because you know I've been to Omaha a ton. You know, went to Omaha a lot. Oh, I've been up, up there and up and,
1: many times. And
2: one of the things that I you never ran into, or I never ran into when, as, when I was younger, was actually barbecue in Omaha you know, and maybe I, maybe just wasn't looking for it at the time, but man, what, what Blaine's doing right now. And if you, if you don't follow him on social media, you got to follow him. He has the best uh, content as far as social media goes for his restaurant. It's unbelievable. It'll make you hungry every single time. Yeah, you, you know,
1: see Blaine, it. when I get up to Omaha and, and a buddy of mine used to work at one of those big steakhouses, I always think about steaks in Omaha, but uh, it sounds like you're making a name for yourself with barbecue up there.
3: We're trying, we're trying. We challenge, uh, we challenge Kansas all the time. <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> no, no, to... <laughs> no one bites on it though, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but don't, don't you think we're not watching? <laughs> it's so good. I, I had some people come by the store a while back and they had some, uh, uh, the, uh, the election signs that said, porky, oh, yeah. you know, the porky butts election signs. What, what did it say again on there?
3: It said, uh, Porky Butt's 2020 make meat great again. Yep, it's awesome. I'll take it. I've got I've, the one you gave me I've
1: got hanging in my office. I love it. It's hey, awesome. Uh, now let me ask you a quick question Go, getting back to those beef ribs cuz they sound so good at 200 degrees. Now, how long how long are they going to be on the smoker at 200 cuz that's not that high of a temperature, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Help, no. help me here
3: yeah no we we run them low it's just the opposite of most people we run them low at 200 for 12 hours 12 so we're hours running them, we're running them just like our burn ends basically
1: so they got to be really <laughs> tender when they come off there yeah they, they melt in your mouth i mean they're
3: they still hold their integrity but uh you know we're just we just give them enough to break down all that collagen and fat, and they render out nicely and they're they're just they're good i don't even know what to,
1: i mean how to explain it? now do you, so do you make your own sauce uh, we have a we have a sauce made for us. Yes. Okay. What, what What's that flavored like? Is it sugary uh, vinegar?
3: Yeah, yeah. No, it's like a typical uh, Kansas style. It's got a little molasses, mm-hmm. um, tomato base with some brown sugar.
2: Yeah, we, we're going to need some of that at the barbecue store, I think. <laughs>
3: we could definitely
1: get some down to you. <laughs> we,
2: I, I, maybe I'll just come up and get some from you. How's that sound?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. D- awesome. D- Dan's going to make a road trip I'm, up I 29, get I'm, some barbecue beef well, ribs. You know,
2: before before COVID hit, that was one of my things to do this year was to go up to Omaha and eat at Blaine's Place. And, you know, I just want to respect my boundaries.
3: <laughs> you know,
2: we've had a good run. So I, I just, we'll, we'll wait till the, the spring to get wait. that done.
3: Well, hopefully
2: we're not going anywhere, so you can. Uh, oh yeah, up. yeah, you guys are
3: fine,
1: Blaine. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna take a, a break fairly soon, but we're gonna of course talk more barbecue with you. But real quickly, Omaha is such a great town. I've been up there a thousand times. I, I do stand up comedy part time, and for various other reasons, I've got a hypnotist buddy that lives in Omaha, so I go up <laughs> there get hypnotized to lose weight. Does me no good because I leave there and go eat. So, um, but it's just it's just a great town. I mean, you get you guys just have the zoo and and the world series uh, the college world series omaha's oh, a really great town you must love it up there
3: absolutely love it i mean i lived in uh, the upper midwest grew up in texas lived on the east coast and and my wife and i moved here 5 year, or 18 years ago and said we'd be here 5 years and get out of here and 18 years later, we said we wouldn't move anywhere else.
1: Wow. And luckily, the winters there are very warm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've been all over during winters. (laughs) They're all over the board anymore, man. They'll be 60 degrees or 20 below. I I finally have
1: a car now with all-wheel drive, and I'm not going anywhere. So (laughs) that's a bad thing. Well, anyway, we're going to bring you right back uh, in just the next segment when we're talking with with Blaine Hunter. has got a great great restaurant in in Omaha. You want to check it out at PorkyButtsBBQ.com. And we'll be right back with Blaine Hunter, right here on Barbecue Radio Nation.
3: CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov.
0: If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them?
2: By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kias, along with our engineer, Kyle, and producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, our barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we're talking with Blaine Hunter. He is uh, unofficially, or I guess officially, known as Mr. Porky Butts. Yes. And you can check out his restaurant up in Omaha at porkybuttsbbq.com. And I was, again, looking at your menu there. And by the way, I I should mention, you've you've done a lot of competition. We'll try to talk a little bit about that. Um, Just unbelievable record. But... Again, back to the shareables. I like the shareable <laughs> You're stuff. You're all about the apps, I, huh, I am, man? <laughs> I'm all about sharing, Pete, things. So you've got uh, fried okra, right? Yes, sir. Talk about fried okra, because, I mean, I I don't remember the last time I've... I, don't even, I can't even think what it tastes like. Tell, tell us about that.
3: No, fried okra is something I grew up on in Texas. Um, you know, my mom always had it around in the garden, and she pickled a ton of it. And it's a unique, you know, a unique item, Um I don't know. It's a hard one to explain. It's got a it's got a soft interior and the flavor is um, more like a I don't know, a deep green bean. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's real popular. We, we, we sell quite a bit of okra. I didn't know in Omaha if we'd sell any okra, but uh, it was one my my brother and my mom <laughs> felt that we had to put on the menu growing up in Texas and we
1: ate a ton of it for dinner every night. So you brought Louisiana and Texas items up to Omaha and now people are loving it
3: we brought items that my family enjoyed eating and we, we basically uh, introduced everybody in Omaha to it.
1: You know, the world, the world cannot get along and yet Blaine can seem to do that. He can get, <laughs> bring people together. That's what Barbara and does. Barbara was a tough
3: <laughs> one. I didn't know how they, you know, the boudin balls I thought would be all right. Cause they're creamy and cheesy and rice, but <laughs> okra has got such a unique flavor and, and, and chew to it that you never know wh- which way it's going to go. Oh yeah. And it was, it was received well. Yeah. Minus everybody wants ranch with it. So we put ranch with it.
2: Ranch with it. <laughs> oh man. Is that a sin in Texas?
3: What's that? Yeah.
2: It, I, I'm sure it is, man. Get, it's
3: a, I think I, <laughs> my, I have a, uh, uh, kitchen manager and he's originally from Mexico and he calls it, uh, the American salsa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, that's great. That's yeah, that's, that's actually that's, true really too. Good. Did it you like true. American salsa with your chicken wings? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's Cause
3: everybody here wants, they want ranch with something. Oh, that's so funny.
2: <laughs> I, I just love it that, that, so Blaine, you're, you're actually, you went to culinary school. Correct. You grew up in Texas and you fell in love with barbecue.
3: Correct. Well, so, I grew up eating barbecue young. Okay.
2: So. But your dad cooked a lot of barbecue, right?
3: Correct. Yeah. yeah. He built pits and, and did, he did a few contests and chili cook-offs down in Southern Texas in their early eighties and late seventies.
2: So do you think that's what pushed you into doing the, the culinary school?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, he was, I mean, that was a big influence on me going into culinary school was just We cooked a lot. I mean, my mom cooked him, you know, we lived down in, um like I said, down on the, not on the border of Louisiana, but we were down in Port Bolivar, Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we fished every day. I mean, I ran, I had crab traps and we, we fished for flounder and redfish and speckled trout, and all the, all the great things that I miss. Um, so we did, we cooked, I mean, we cooked, Every single meal. Now, and Blaine, have out of the you,
1: box. have you lost your accent in 18 years in Omaha? Because you don't have a southern <laughs> accent, buddy.
3: Well, I went from Omaha to Wisconsin, to Rhode Island, to Wisconsin, to Nebraska. So so he's really he's really mixed up. You're now. like a
1: you're like a mutt dog there with all those <laughs> yeah, accents. Yeah. And, and I got to ask you, how did you come up with the uh, nickname of Mr. Porky Butts? I think I got that from people in barbecue. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so, or my so wife you... just calling me Mister Porky.
1: <laughs> so another thing on your on your menu, I wanted to talk about. Speaking of which, is the original Porky? Talk about that. Talk about and and kind of if you could talk a little bit about how somebody at home could maybe do something similar to that.
3: Yeah. So the original Porky was. Um, I love eating. I love eating slaw with my pork and that's just something I've, I've never been a huge pork guy and I always ate slaw with it. And I love apples, mm-hmm. you know, in general. So I, I, I make, our slaws made with a uh, fresh cut granny Smith apples and, uh, and it just go, it matches well with our pork. Our pork has got a good smoke flavor and a lot of salt. So that, that creaminess of our slaw cuts that that pork and it just adds a crunch. And so we need, we wanted a sandwich that kind of represent our name and original porky was uh, a, <laughs> that that was the fit. And uh, we sell, that's probably our second highest selling sandwich behind the tank. Okay.
2: Okay. So the tank is what I was telling the guys about. I was like, we have to ask Blaine about the tank because the, you know, I never got to meet the actual tank and, uh, but from the fact that you named a sandwich after the guy is uh, just, yeah. is amazing. And, and it sounds like a great sandwich. That's why I've been wanting to get up to the restaurant to actually put my hands on a tank. <laughs> so tell, yeah. tell, explain to us where the tank came from.
3: Well, the tank came, cause I, I love when I eat brisket and I've always loved eating with jalapenos and I love eating with cheese. Um, and it just, it's a sandwich I, I love eating. So uh, there's a local bakery, Rotella's Bakery, and they make a jalapeno cornbread, bread, oh, wow. and it's like a sliced bread. So we take that cornbread and we put slices or, and chopped uh, brisket, then we slice jalapeno sausage and then and hit it with our Monterey Jack cheese sauce and then a little barbecue sauce. And it is, we have Tank Tuesdays, which is named <laughs> after my good friend who <laughs> passed away about a year ago. And um. It's, uh, it's, it's, we sell the living heck out of the tank sandwich.
2: Oh, I bet you do. It just sounds like a big old awesome
1: mess of a sandwich. First of all, <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that combination before. It sounds delicious, but you know, Omaha has never heard that combination. No. <laughs> yeah. No,
3: and, and, you know, they, Rotella's brought me a ton of breads to sample. And that was one I was, uh, there were two breads they brought me. And I said, I have to incorporate on my menu. And they, uh-huh. I have a blueberry bread. That goes with our turkey sandwich. And we had the jalapeno bread that went with our brisket. And I knew those two had to, we had to get them in the mix somehow.
1: By the way, you need us, get us on a radio station in Omaha there, by the way. I just, <laughs> I want to mention anybody who's in Omaha, listen to this, get us on one of your radio stations there. We would love to be on there. Uh, another sandwich I wanted to mention was your turkey, turkey. What about, talk about your turkey, turkey.
3: The turkey, turkey is exactly what that, that I mean, that's, that sandwich is the blueberry bread, but that's the one that my wife, well, our turkey was kind of an afterthought. I got some samples of some turkey breast, smoked them for my uh, a buddy of mine's uh, aunt's funeral. and just donated them to him and gave them to him. And they called me the next day and said, dude, I, that's the best food we've ever had. So mm. the next day I made another turkey breast and it was so good that we, I was like, I told my wife, we got to put this on something. <laughs> and next thing you know, we had that blueberry bread laying there and, you know, everybody loves, you know, nothing better than cranberries and, 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 and. Turkey, so why can't we do blueberry and turkey? And we it, it it was born and it's a it's a phenomenal sandwich. I mean, actually, it's my wife and my daughter and I. That's probably the sandwich we go to if we're going to eat a sandwich more. Also than the others.
2: See, that that sandwich sounds absolutely amazing with the blueberry on it. And that's I think that's probably comes a lot from your uh, training as a uh, as a chef. I mean, oh, absolutely. you you, yeah. you, you, co- you combine flavors that generally don't go with barbecue, but. They make sense, absolutely, a hundred percent.
3: It's it's yeah, funny, that, that creative and so, food. Works great with that smoked turkey.
2: And you know, everybody that I know that does competition barbecue has that in their palate, where they know combinations of flavors, and and that's why they're so. I mean, that's why Blaine was such a is such a great cook.
1: I love combinations like that. It's I mean, just so it, much fun.
2: They're just it's it it keeps it interesting. It keeps it you know keeps it
1: just keeps people wanting wanting more. In about thirty seconds, can you tell us about how you go about smoking your turkey breast?
3: So our turkey breast is probably the most simple thing on our menu. We literally just hit it with our house rib rub, smoke it, and then we uh, wrap it with a little butter and then uh, let it finish off in a bag in Alta Sham. It's it's, it's as simple as anything we, we cook in the restaurant. It's all done on
1: times and temps. That sounds so good. That sounds but so it, good.
3: It has just a nice mild smoke flavor to it. And it's never, you'll never get a dry piece of Turkey at our restaurant. Oh
1: uh, That's that's the way Turkey should be when it's, <laughs> when it's smoked like that. We're, we're less than a minute to go. Um, are you going to be doing a lot of competitions in 2021? You hope with everything going uh, yeah. on, yeah
3: no I, I plan on doing you know more so than I only did four last year so this year if I do eight it'll be more but uh yeah no I plan on doing quite a bit more
2: hopefully they um, have valley this year that'd be great
3: yeah no valley's gonna I, it sounds like it's a go and it, it sounds like it's gonna be bigger than ever this year because we got a secret coming out that's gonna be the next day after valley's over
1: Awesome. Very good. Well, we've been talking with Blaine Hunter. If you get to Omaha, check out his restaurant, PorkyButtsBBQ.com. That's PorkyButtsBBQ.com. I can't wait to do a little road trip up I-29 and see you there, Blaine. Blaine, thanks for being on the show, and we will be right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation.
0: Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at BBQRadioNation.com.
1: Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. We'd like to do our weekly radio station shout out. It goes to WSBM AM Fox Sports Shoals in Muscle Shoals and Florence, Alabama. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Enjoying sports and barbecue as the perfect combination, right? I believe so. That's pretty darn perfect. That's pretty darn perfect. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to, before we get on to our little topic I got lined up for us, uh, last week we were talking to, who were we talking to last week? We were talking to Ray Lampy. Ray Lampe. And Dr. Barbecue. And he had on his website something interesting, and I thought, you know, this being Christmas weekend, a lot of people have leftover food. All right. And they had reheating instructions. Mm-hmm. And mention 165 degrees. That's yeah, a safe temperature. That's what I was thinking. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that smart, though, just, just to protect yourself? So it that, is.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're, you know, the big thing is I, I never save, yeah, I don't, I try to tell people not to save their, their leftover barbecue or anything like that for more than seven days. I oh, mean, well, yeah. I mean, you just
1: don't do, you, no. you know,
2: after that, it's, you, even after five days, it's probably meh.
1: I, I'm like two days, and I'm, yeah, I mean, if, because
2: if you think about it, you're home more, so you're in and out of your fridge more, yeah. so your fridge isn't going to maintain a constant temperature, and you know, you just on, one sixty-five is like gets you out of the danger zone.
1: Will that dry it up a little bit too oh, much? Of course though? it will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but.
2: It's better to be dry than be wet, if you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's why God invented barbecue sauce. (laughs) Put a little extra sauce on that. (laughs) In fact, if if you need some extra barbecue sauce, you know, don't forget, we've got Stretch's barbecue sauce, the (laughs) Black Oxygen Grinders Banging Barbecue Sauce, uh, to put on those leftovers when you heat them up to 165. So, want to do a little bit of our dot sports. Product spotlight, okay. and I want to kind of talk a little bit about because here we are. We we just had the first day of winter began, mm-hmm. and um, you know we're into January, and February, a couple months. It gets pretty cold up there, especially for well people like in Omaha, like we were just talking, yeah. um, and. I'll admit, I'm a wuss. Like when it gets cold, I don't go outside and barbecue. I, I'll stay inside and do it. And I was looking at some products, and I know we've talked about this before, but we were talking about it more about grilled cheeses than we were barbecuing. But your Traeger 10 and inch cast iron skillet, which is, by the way, only thirty four ninety nine. dollars um, And by the way, that thing will last forever, won't it? That'll Yeah, cast that
2: iron. Yeah, cast iron lasts for a long time. It you does. Know, as long as you maintain it, you know, keep it seasoned, uh, you keep, you know, just keep the water off of it. Yeah. And make sure it's nice and dry. I usually just oil mine, put it back in the oven.
1: So when I'm watching these cooking shows, when people yeah. are cooking steaks with that, uh-huh. one of the things they do, and I haven't really tried this and I'm terrible at it, but I see them, like they'll get it going and they flipped it and everything. And then they take a bunch of butter on it and then they start basting it with butter. And that looks really good.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, like tilt the, the skillet yes. up. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah.
1: Well, you should do that with everything you eat. <laughs> baste it with butter. Baste
2: it with butter. Yeah.
1: Uh, what are you having for breakfast? Cereal. Oh, yeah. hang on. Put yeah. some butter on that. I mean, just make a fried egg. Baste it with some butter. <laughs> baste it, and it with it some come on, you know? it Helps cook it from the top. So, so let's say let's let's talk about steaks for a minute. So, you you let's say you're using this cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. Again, we talked about this earlier in the show, but right. you want to get that up to a pretty good temperature to get it seared. Yeah, if you
2: want to do a hard sear in a cast iron skillet, absolutely. Get get it hot. You know, you have to be just be careful that because. You know, I've done it a million times where you get it too hot and you put that steak on there
1: and it just sticks to it.
2: Well, it sticks to it one, but then it smokes out your house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and fire alarm goes yeah, off. Yeah, and then it's you know, you have
2: to let the smoke clear before you can put dinner on the table.
1: Now, before you put the steak down, do you put butter? Oh yeah, down? you want a nice a nice oiled pan. You
2: know, you don't want it you don't want too much oil to where it's going to pop and everything, but you want enough to where when you lay that steak down, it's going to make contact with that skillet and it's going to put a hard
1: sear on it, but it's not going to sear itself to the pan. Okay. So here's the thing I do because I'm one of those people, again, I don't like to do as um, bad of a sear as probably I should. And Uh so I do a real slow cook, which I'm fine with. I try to stay patient. But sometimes if I get too thick of a cut of steak or Mm -hmm. a really thick filet, which I love filet, and it's like, okay, it's taking forever, is I'll end up just sticking in the oven. For a little while.
2: Well, you know, you can, and that's, you know, we've talked about the reverse sear method before, and the reverse sear method actually works great with a cast iron skillet because if you start it out low and slow and you get it up to that precise temperature, as soon as you stick it on that cast iron, the, the beauty about cast iron is it holds a lot of heat more okay. so than, you know, a stainless steel pan or an aluminum pan. So when you put that steak on there, you're gonna get a better sear because it's gonna hold the heat in there. It's not gonna, there's not gonna be so much of a heat transfer from the pan to the steak. It's all right there on the, on the now, pan. Now, can
1: I, if I want to, take that cast iron skillet and put it in the oven? Absolutely. Okay. That's how I cook my Brussels sprouts. I half them, throw them in there
2: with some bacon and some uh, some Ooh. almonds, and just throw it in the oven at 400 degrees for about, Thirty minutes. T
1: Bone, notice how he takes healthy Brussels sprouts and adds <laughs> bacon to it. Well, yeah, prosciutto works too. So. But, you know,
2: bacon just sounds better on the radio. You
1: know, it's it, it's kind of like broccoli. You know, like oh, I'm having broccoli. Oh, yeah, good with. Cheese. Cheese, on it. Yeah. cheese on it. And yeah. it's like, I don't know if the, if you still get the broccoli effect when you do that. No, I but, think it
2: cancels itself out yeah. for
1: sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I that I do sometimes when I'm yeah. cooking at home, especially oh, with the man. thick cut as I know, put it in the oven.
2: And and one of the things is a cast iron skillet. You will use it for everything. Yeah, everything. I use mine for everything.
1: I use it for a grilled cheese? Oh, you know, you can. Okay. <laughs> so another thing you guys had on your, uh, Kansas City BBQ website, I was talking, I was looking at, and I was thinking about this for indoors mm-hmm. is your Weber gourmet barbecue system griddle for 44 99. And, and you can put that on your, on your top of your stove, right? Can't you? No, it's really designed to go inside of a grill. Um,
2: Weber makes a system in their grills called uh, the grilling okay. system, but you know any any cast iron? Yeah, you can you can definitely put it on your on your grill and and you can get you can get grill grate pans. Um, Traeger actually makes a 11 uh, eleven and a half by fifteen grill grate pan where it actually has the little sear mark. You know, like a, a regular grill. So you can actually do real grilling on, on a cast iron flat top.
1: Well, because I was looking at that product and I was, all, and of course, you know, you're thinking barbecue, but I was, first thing I thought it was breakfast. Yeah. And I thought on that one thing, you could put eggs and bacon and sausage and hash Potatoes, and do it yeah. all, yeah, everything right absolutely, there. Absolutely. And it's got a little side thing on it. So hopefully some of it won't go flying off, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, you keep most of it on, but that thing, that thing looks really handy. Yeah. They're pretty handy for yeah. sure and, and then 44.99 great price on that. So, okay, another thing and, and I don't know if you've done this. Have you done much cooking with a wok? Oh boy.
2: I you know, I really haven't. No.
1: So you guys got the Weber Gourmet Barbecue System Walk. Mm-hmm. Hey, this one's a little, little pricier, $64.99. One of the things I was thinking about, though, is with the walk cooking is, because I've watched them on TV. I've mm-hmm. never done it myself, I have to admit. But you've got different temperature zones, much right. much like you do with a, a smoker or a grill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just think how how good that would be to have all those different temperature zones if you're using a walk. Oh, absolutely. And especially on that
2: system, because you can actually put that right in the middle of your, your charcoal grill And you can use the outside ring of your charcoal grill uh, as you know, you can literally stir fry vegetables and grill off some steak and then throw it in the stir fry Uh, and finish them off. So, yeah, those things are really handy. Yeah. And then you do it outside so it doesn't make a giant mess with all the oil and
1: everything. Well, the whole theme of this was indoors, but never mind. You stay with outdoors. You know, you're a real man and I'm. I cook
2: outside for everything. (laughs) I know you
1: do. I know you do. I fried
2: chicken out in my garage the other day.
1: In a, in a big giant
2: cast iron skillet.
1: No, now we haven't had much snow in this area yet. No. Uh, in fact, very little so far. But I mean, if it's snowing really bad, does your wife give you that funny look when you, now do you bundle up or you just go out there and, and do go, it real quick and then run back in? No,
2: I go out there. I'm in it for the long haul. <laughs> I just, You know, honestly, in the wintertime, that's when I do most of my cooking just because I've got a nice little setup where I can just wheel something right outside the barn and Get the, the heater going in the barn and just have a, have a gateway going and cook something real fast. You know? <laughs> I've been doing ribs a ton lately, testing out this new product. And yeah, at one, about three nights a week, I'll, I'll cook a slab of ribs just, oh, to, just to test it for 2021,
1: man. I'm getting ready. Man, if you, ever, if, you want, if you ever want to adopt somebody older than you, I want to be your son, okay? okay. I'm well, just saying that. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm going to be eating barbecue a lot. Well, that's so.
2: true. You'll get, you'll get fed. <laughs> but you have to go take care of the chickens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to thank Blaine Hunter for being on our show today. Uh, he's Mr. Porky Butts. If you ever get up to Omaha, check out his restaurant. His website's PorkyButtsBBQ.com. That's PorkyButtsBBQ.com. Of course, we talked a little bit about indoor barbecuing but Dan had to take that outdoors well I'm sorry <laughs> and of course we want to thank our uh Sauce of the Month sponsor, which is Black Oxen Grinders Bangin' Barbecue Sauce. Be sure to check out their great products at grinderspizza.com. That's grinderspizza.com. You can get that barbecue sauce, some hot sauces, all kinds of things, or you can get them at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And if you have a question for Dr. Dan, just email him Dan at bbqradionation.com or just ask us on Facebook at bbqradionation. Do you have a guest lined up for us next week? Yes, I sure do. And? And. I'm, you know what? I want to talk to Kelly
2: Wurtz a little bit about sausage making. Oh, okay. You know, everybody's kind of deer season's over.
1: Everybody's got a bunch of venison laying around. Let's make some sausage. Absolutely. We're also going to bring up a topic. I'm going to make you two guys work at it. Uh-oh. Barbecue resolutions. Oh, I like it. We are going to talk next week about barbecue resolutions. In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Nation. For engineer Kyle and producer T-Bone, my partner in barbecue crime, Dan Hath. Way. i'm dave Caius. thanks for listening and happy barbecuing
0: every barbecue radio nation show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform including itunes spotify stitcher and more each and every thursday
1: i didn't want to talk she just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day, he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always count on him to
2: have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help.
1: It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text.
3: Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at veteranscrisisline.net. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Talk to your doctor about creating a plan that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at ManageYourBP.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council.